Welcome to the Muddy Waters of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Muhammad, I'm here on a Tuesday shaker. I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Hey, buddy. I never did a mic check. No, I mean, neither did I, so I was just really hoping this was going to work. As soon as we went live, I was thinking, oops. Yeah, we have a new person on the show. We That's why a, everything's weird. And I, not only, but it's also a Tuesday. Oh yeah, it's a Tuesday. So, um, first of all, let's thank Low Tide Cava Bar for the cava that we're going to be drinking during our show. Did Did you buy that, or did they give it to you? Oh, I bought this. You don't have to thank no, them. You don't have to thank Definitely them. Definitely not thanking them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, Low Tide. Thank you, Bula. Bula. <laughs> That's why it's the muddied waters of freedom. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have Mr. David Leatherwood on our show today. Thank you for coming on, David. We do appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so f- for anybody out there wondering why the hell we're doing a show on a Tuesday instead of our normal Saturday, it's because our new normal is going to be on Tuesdays at 6 o'clock Eastern. Correct, Muhammad? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know, we have an entire week's lineup of shows for you. Uh, starting next week on Mondays, we're going to be having Muhammad. With his show Mo Liberty, on with Brohamid, with Brohamid, the whole name. Sorry, Mo Liberty with Brohamid. Uh, on Tuesdays we're going to be doing the Muddied Waters of Freedom. On Wednesdays we have my fellow Americans with fellow Americans, fellow Americans, fellow Americans, Americans. <laughs> with <laughs> with, uh, with Spike Cohen. I feel like no one's going to get that. <laughs> I'm certain a few people will. <laughs> On Thursday, we have the writer's block with me. And then on Fridays, we're going to be doing, we're going to be co-promoting Mill Liberty with Caleb Franz. So it's an entire week's worth of freedom and liberty being jammed down your throats and ears just so you can uh, stay up to date on every little thing going on. But we're going to give you the weekends off. So... (laughs) So there will be no homework over the weekends. But uh, David, thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, man, I'm excited to be here. This is my very first podcast. Is it really? Yes, it is. What? Man, I re- I remember my first one. <laughs> I was I had no idea what was going on. They were just like talking to that. And, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're 69ing. And yes, today it is. Yes, today is episode 69. 69 We've come today. Such a long way. We have come such a long way. Uh, Today is 69. Everybody's getting off about something today. Um, very, very happy that we uh, have finally made it to the very special episode of number 69. Yep. Um, and of I, course, it's the episode that I'm here. Exactly. It's a party. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's going to be a party today. I can't yes, wait. Yes, it will be. <laughs> so... Um, we just did a show Saturday, so I mean, I really haven't done a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be going over 
almost the same stuff we went over because nothing changed yeah. much. But we do we we are able since I did not attend the event this weekend, and I know that you were working the event this weekend. What event? Man, it was Gay Day. Oh yeah. It was every men's bathroom stall was occupied by two or more people day. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spilling out into the line. I made uh, 20 extra dollars this weekend. <laughs> wink, wink. Muhammad had a rider in his car who was offering him money to perform fellatio. Yeah. Did that really happen? I wouldn't make something up like that. Oh, my God. Which is how Muhammad has $20 extra. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's... No matter how much I deny it, everyone's going to think I did it. So, yeah, fine. I have $20 extra. (laughs) Listen, Muhammad, you're not gay, but $20 is $20. (laughs) $20 is $20, bucks. I should have just done it. You know, a little roadhead here and there, yeah. always a good time. Yeah, I, damn, I picked this guy up, like, on the other side of Hawkers, I think. Is it Hawkers? No, it's that little, you know, the roundabout thing by Grassroots? That That's 10th, or is it not? Yeah, 10th Right, Street. yeah, uh, over by kind of like Bodega. And, yeah, so yeah, whatever yeah. that place, there's a place there that was, like, packed till 4 in the morning. The, oh, that's, um, is that the Independent? Or is that Enigma, is Enigma there? Is yeah, that what I'm thinking well, of? Enigma's kind of close, and there's the independent. Okay, independent. no, no, it was Enigma. It was, it was Enigma. Enigma. I picked okay, him up yeah. at Enigma. Okay. Yeah, cool dude, you know, and they'll come well, home. I mean, giving. Yeah. Tr- truly giving. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very generous spirit. <laughs> he was drunk. He knew he was drunk. He's like, I'm really drunk. And he's like, just let me do it, man. <laughs> he's like, it's Pride Weekend. Yeah. And I was like, that's true <laughs> i mean that's an argument you have an argument there. <laughs> uh, I'm so, gonna, we're allowed to do whatever we want on right <laughs> right i mean you're just showing support at that point exactly right yeah uh, I, I was mainly worried that i might enjoy it too much and then i'd learn something about myself <laughs> and then oops i don't like blonde girls i like blonde guys <laughs> Muhammad, is it time for you to come to the dark side? <laughs> oh, there's two blonde guys in this room. I'm starting to feel a little hot. Uh, is that why we're on for episode 69? Oh, you were like, yeah. oh, I'm lining this up right this now. Yeah. Setup. <laughs> <It's a setup. laughs> oh, this is going to work yeah. out so well. Yeah, what kind of webcam show is this? <laughs> Well, see, there's also a couple of hidden ones that you don't know about. <laughs> but yeah, well, to answer your question, it was pretty packed down there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, it was very busy down there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it was very busy. Like, I've never seen all of St. Petersburg surging until four in, no, five in the morning. That's when I went home. I was like, this is money, but I need to go home right now. <laughs> You know, so I stopped driving about five in the morning and, you know, yeah. 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 That's all I did this weekend. Gotcha. It. So what about you? So I, <laughs> so I actually, I went to Pride um, and it's not an event that I typically, you know, get really into, but this year I wanted to go to make a statement um, because uh, I came out as gay when I was 19 years old. So that was like 11 years ago. So okay. it's nothing new for me. Um, however, I came out 
again a second time as a conservative about two years ago, which being a gay person and then being conservative on top of that, it's like not accepted. It's like, no, you don't do that. Um, and so I actually went to Pride, wore my full Make America Great Again hat, wore my Trump shirt with my buddy, gays for Trump, and just to shake things up. And uh, we took some signs down there. Um, and the front said, uh, it's okay to be a gay Trump supporter. Right. Which is kind of just a very simple, non-threatening, non-aggressive just statement. Um, and just to kind of challenge people's ideas and shake things up. Because yeah. it's pride. It's supposed to be acceptance. And then um, on the other side, it said, stop bullying Trump supporters. So anytime there was a jerk that was like, no, no, fuck Trump or whatever, you know, I just flip it around. And then they'd, they'd instantly just shut their mouth and, uh, and walk away. So Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but actually um, got such a positive response. I mean, way more than I ever expected. Um, and really, it was uh, just the idea of respecting diversity. And it's not just diversity in your sexuality, your sexual orientation or your gender or whatever. It's uh, diversity of thought as well, which is really key and uh, and something that's important to me and part of my message, you know, to others is, you know, even if you don't agree with somebody, um, at least respect them and respect their uh, their differences. Uh, I think that's key right now in a time when things are really polarized. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I can I definitely, definitely agree with that. And in, in this world that we live in now, this country that we live in. It, everything is very polarized and it's like you're with us or you're against us it's one or the other yeah i don't remember who it was somebody was at some comedy show recently down like tampa or bradenton or something right and somebody stood up like after a bunch of the comedians and started listing how every single the different people that were disparaged by the different comedians and like his girlfriend apparently started clapping and everything and I'm just like, wow, they're killing comedy too. Like, oh yeah, no, you they're... can't even joke about things anymore. You know, like, right. like I have a like we have a lot of gay friends in the cop, so I love to joke about my gay friends. You know, and of course, most of them are well. I'd say all of them are cool with it, but like, you can't really do that outside of the circle, or else people will think you're a homophobe or right. something. You know, right, right. And it's like, dude, like this is normal. You know, I mean. People make fun of me. That's fine. Right. You know, I get patted down every time I walk into low tide. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody everybody these days has got their panties in a bunch. I mean, everybody loves a good gay joke. You got to let loose and laugh a little bit, you know. Yeah. Not take things so seriously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the death of comedy has been going on for a while, and Canada is doing everything it can to just put that final bullet right into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Justin Trudeau is killing all of free speech in Canada and Seth Rogen is cheering him on. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, Seth, you're, you're a comedian. Yeah. You, you made that stupid movie about North Korea <laughs> that the only reason that it made any money whatsoever is because somebody hacked into Sony. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was wild. Yeah. Like you, you're should be about free speech and no, don't censor what I say when it's in the name of comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, just because I may offend some people doesn't mean it's not funny. Yeah. Because yeah. half of what we say on this show, well, I find to be hilarious. Right. Yeah. And many people find it offensive. <laughs> so I introduced Matt to Owen Benjamin. Do you know who Owen Benjamin I, is? I don't. 
Sorry, Owen, I don't up, know who you are. You should look up Owen Benjamin. Okay. He's a he, comedian. Don't oh, worry. Okay. He does not watch this show. Okay. It's <laughs> like, maybe he's out there. I don't know. Uh, I, hope, it, I hope he watches the show. I hope he show. watches the show. If he does, awesome. I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, no, Owen Benjamin's a comedian. He's really funny. And he's he, a regular on a Crowder. Yeah, he's a regular on Crowder, oh, okay. actually. Yeah. Okay. And he, I don't think, from what I've seen, he doesn't get political in his jokes. Uh, he's actually pretty inclusive yeah. with his jokes. <laughs> Like the my favorite joke, the uh, how to not get murdered, you know, like the snapped, uh, you know, the how to, you know, uh, the snapped who saw about the wife and like how to not get killed by her or whatever. Right. It's the first one I think I showed you. Maybe. Um, I didn't do that. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I, I know why he got banned from Twitter. Yeah, because apparently he picked on a kid. Uh, oh, it was a, what's his name? <laughs> he picked on David Hogg. Yeah, he picked Not on a David kid. Hogg. Yeah, eighteen. Um, <laughs> yeah, he picked on David Hogg, and he said, "I'm not listening. I'm not going to take. Uh, uh, I'm not going to take advice from somebody who doesn't have pubes yet." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So people people started saying that he was basically acting like a child molester, apparently, because he's talking about a child's private parts yeah and everybody knows that when you when you say he doesn't have pubes on you know down there yet it means you're just saying he's not a grown man yet. right he hasn't gone through puberty exactly right. yeah but no their excuse was as you know child molestation or whatever right. and yeah yeah it was pretty stupid when that happened yeah so sure. right. he, he is banned from twitter forever yeah so speaking of offensive are you allowed in the country yeah, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I the the Supreme no, Court. No, <laughs> they're gonna come and grab me. The FEMA people. Right. I mean, we we now have a Muslim ban in the country, so yeah. If they're gonna come in, the back door is unlocked. You can just walk right in. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to look like you, what? <laughs> uh, so uh, the Supreme Court upheld the Trump's travel ban in a five to four vote today. Yeah, yeah. Which it is a travel. Ban. It is a travel, travel ban. ban. Right. Yeah. That's it. Right. It is not a religious ban. <laughs> no. And I don't know why I never saw this. One of you just showed it to me. Venezuela, North Korea is on the list. Yeah. Like, that's definitely not, that's not, not Muslim at all. Right. That's not a Muslim. Venezuela is probably, I think, very Catholic. And I think North Korea is very... Eh. <laughs> it's very yeah. Oh, they believe in communism. So right. they, whatever the hell... Right. They pray to the communes of, I mean, they, of uh, Karl Marx Karl or Marx, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they pray to the altar of Karl Marx. Yeah, they they pray to the altar. I'm assuming of no Koreans are actually some kind of religion, right? But they, I think they worship like Kim Jong Un, right? Like they Fucking they literally crazy. like worship their entire his entire but they were, bloodline. They were, as they're supposed to be a Buddhist or something, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's either Hindu. It's probably no, 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 no. no it's not Hindu. Yeah, Buddhist, Buddhist. Probably. Yeah, Buddhist yeah. makes sense. Buddhists are maybe even Confucian, but anyways, it doesn't matter. Well, the lot, point is, communists make you pray for them. There, uh, there's actually an amazing documentary called Kim Jong Ilya, which is uh, interviews with uh, people, North Koreans who had escaped the regime. And I mean, th- that just alone is like an incredible insight. But there, I mean, a lot of those people were talking about how they were just completely brainwashed and didn't yeah. even, didn't. I mean, they literally just worshipped. Yeah, the, you know, their leaders like they were gods. Yeah, yeah. which I mean, back in. World War II, and before that, Japan was doing the exact same thing. 
And one of the things yeah, that, but that was different because that was more of a monarchy type thing. True, but like, I mean, it's still the worshiping. It it's still the worshiping of the forced. leader. That was like kind of embedded in Japanese culture, you know. Right, but is that embedded in Japanese or just Asian culture in general? Uh, maybe. I mean, that's where it was more so in Japan. That's interesting. Yeah, that's no, what. That's why I'm wondering if it's where that no kind of stemmed from. No, no, that's definitely like communism. Like, yeah. he, the the uh, the. Is it the Jongs? What the? How does that work? Is their last name Jong? <laughs> Kim Jong Il and Son and I think I think it's Kim. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Kim is their last name. Yeah, yeah. No, I think no, no. That that was them and communism that brought that worship okay. of the dear leader thing. Right. Well, um, I was just like I was yeah. going to say the Japanese were doing that before World War Two, and then yes, they, we paraded their guy out there, and he was like this tiny little. Japanese guy yeah and he was obviously not the god that they had been worshiping all this time mm -hmm. and that was when I was like look we're gonna break your leader down in front of you mm -hmm. and somehow Kim Jong-un is you know four feet tall and looks like a basketball and people were like <laughs> oh no I fear that man which I get because he's yeah. insane but and you know like slightly off topic I uh North Korea is disbanding this year's anti-American rally I and did it's one see of their, that. It's, I guess, on the birthday of the Korean War or something. Um, and, yeah, they canceled, they canceled it. They're not doing it. And that's, like, Incredible. a very, very new thing that hasn't happened. Right. Either hasn't happened at all ever or hasn't happened for the specific reason of becoming friends with the United States. Right. You know? So, so whatever Trump's doing with the Koreas is working. It right? is. And that's cool. Which I'm wondering if they're still on the travel ban. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. They probably are because I was uh, listening to XM Radio is pretty cool. Like the shit that came with my car. Uh, I actually listened to fucking Fox Business, which is pretty cool. I li like Fox Business. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how uh, Trump still expects there to be some sort of qualifiable list of things to be done right. before before relations are completely normalized between North Korea and the U.S. So apparently Trump's planning on making this actually happen and, you know, that Kim is being serious. Um, but back to the <laughs> what started all this. Yeah, so the Supreme Court with the Muslims. Yes. Yeah, and like a year ago, I wrote an article about um, why it's not a Muslim ban and why it's wrong to call it a Muslim ban, even right. if you're against even if you're against it, you're shooting yourself in the foot by calling it a Muslim ban. Right. Because mm. if anyone's paying attention, they know it's not a Muslim ban. Right. And if that's all you're screaming, why would anybody listen to you? Like, why would I listen to you? If it, it like, it's not a Muslim ban, call, call it what it is. Just call it a travel ban. A, right. Even if you don't like it, fine. Just call, don't, don't call it what it isn't. You know, right. that's just going to turn a lot of people off like me because you're trying to politicize me. You know, like... Don't politicize me. Like, I'm not. That's not what the band's about. Right. You know, it's they're you, banning. You do some enough of your own politicization. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need your help. Trust yeah. Me. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with self-politicizing no. your own self <laughs> no. or family, you know, or certain groups, as long as the groups are fine with it. But when like the far left wants to politicize me for my sake, it's like, you don't even know me. You're just lumping right. me in with everybody else. Right. It's just so you can make a point, you know, it's yeah, like, no, thank cheap. you. Yeah, it is. Cheap. Yeah. It's very, it's very fucking cheap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, they have seven very specific countries 
in the Middle East and Africa uh, that that's on the ban, and they make up less than about ten percent of the Muslim world or less. Very specific countries with very specific reasons on why. And even if you don't agree with them, the reasoning is like there's a lot of extremism and terrorism as going on in those countries. Even if we're at fault for that, like with our foreign policy, like, you know, all the wars we've been doing. Still, don't call it what it isn't. Because right. <laughs> uh, it's like Somalia, Libya, Yemen, Iraq, Iraq Iran, Syria. Iraq is not in it. Yeah, Iraq is off. Yeah, uh, Iraq well, is not Iran, off now. Syria, and something else. Um, and obviously Venezuela, Venezuela for whatever Korea. reason, and North Korea, you know? I also thought it was interesting when I was reading about it that um, that the list has actually changed and that Chad used to be on the list, but since they've actually revised their visa process, so now um, the U.S. took them off the list because they say, hey, we feel more comfortable now that you are, you know, you're getting more information about these people who are traveling, so now we're you know we're going to take you off the list, right? Wow, and and that that uh, it's possible that they could amend the list even in the future and take other countries off well, if of they course. if yeah. they improve if their, they improve the, yeah. uh, right. their system. So and you know at the end of the day, people are forgetting this was a, a, actually an Obama ban to begin with. Hmm. I don't know if you remember this. From I, d- I don't remember that. Yeah, we did. We we, we talked about I'm it. I'm certain. Uh, yeah. No, this <laughs> oh, this is the same list that Obama had. He's just enforcing. That's right. It. Yeah, and it's just now being enforced. I remember talking about same that. thing with the with the separations thing, right? right. You uh-huh. know, right? Which the separations thing was from 1997, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, separation thing was from 1997, and even before that, we were separating children from right. their families with Elian Gonzalez. But but you know what? The what? It's a really good idea. We should wait 21 years. To throw a fit about it. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. <laughs> Let's wait 21 <laughs> years, and then we'll say it's a problem. In all, in all fairness, that makes perfect sense, because we aren't allowed to pick on people until they turn 21, so <laughs> ideas have to be 21 before we can start insulting yeah, right, them. Apparently, right, apparently, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, David Hogg, way too young for us right. to fuck with yet. That's just mean, but when he turns 21, fair right. game. By the way, as far as I'm concerned, for the record, David Hogg is fair game. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. He 100%. is fair game. That's yeah, like the frick- Okay, because Evan, Somebody just I'm going to have to go out there. I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna have to go out and, and say this, even though it's slightly blank, uh, blanketing a bunch of people. But I say this because I still haven't seen a liberal act or a progressive act differently. All of them have said David Hogg is off, you know, limits. And then a lot of them either remain silent or drag, what's his name? Um, the other one? Trump's kid. Kyle Kasha? Yeah. Barron? Ka- who? Barron? Yes. Barron. Barron. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wasn't sure if you were talking about Kyle or Barron. I no, wasn't not sure Kyle. which way. Yeah. Well, that too, actually, that counts. But I went with Barron because he's even younger. Right. Right, and, and actually, there's all that stuff that came out with yeah. But also think about this: Barron is living his life in the White House like a good little boy. We didn't hear nothing. We yeah. haven't heard anything from him. And uh, David Hogg is out putting himself out there, 
being provocative, you know, say, you know, he's he's making himself fair game. If Baron was doing that, you know, yeah, yeah, we would have yeah. something to criticize about him. All they're doing now is sitting sitting on the sidelines saying, oh, he's autistic or oh, he's a weird child. It's like you're just b- being a bully at that yeah. point. Right. You know, yeah. David Hogg is asking for it and yeah. he's, a, he's a prime target. Absolutely. <laughs> like one of the things that uh, I've got written down on the list is Peter Fonda. Yes. And the tweet that he sent out recommending or hoping, I guess, that Baron, Baron Trump gets kidnapped and thrown into a cage oh with goodness. pedophiles. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And, I mean, his movie. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And his movie, you know, his movie's coming out. Nobody's saying anything. I have no idea who that is and what his movie is. Peter Fonda? Yeah. I mean, he's an actor. I just know about the tweets. Right. So. <laughs> uh, did you ever see the movie Easy Rider? Nope. Uli's Gold? Is he like a famous person? Yep. He's related to Jane Fonda. And Bridget I know who Fonda. that is. Bridget Fonda? I know who that is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe the dad of Bridget Fonda. Okay. I believe. Yeah. I'm not a What's his movie that's coming out? I don't know. I just know he has a movie coming right. out. Well, that's people aren't going to go to that then. <laughs> right. Well, some people. But, but yeah, you were going to say... But yeah, I mean, he's been he's been acting since the '60s or the '70s. Uh, I think he's an Oscar nominee a couple times over. Uh, there have been a few movies he's been in that I really enjoyed. Like I liked Easy Rider. Yeah. Um, it's the ending. I was like, that makes zero sense. I mean, it's just over. But uh, Uli's Gold, I thought was fantastic. I didn't see that one. Oh, 1997, so good. I mean, he's been kind, he's kind of been off the radar for a while. Yeah. I mean, he. He does this weird thing where it's like he comes out every five, ten years yeah. with a new movie. And this was that movie, I think, <laughs> is the one that's coming out. Oh and he uh, he comes out right before that saying, let's get Baron Trump raped by a pedophile. And it's just like, you, what? <laughs> now, I'm not defending what Roseanne said, right. but I feel as though what she said was lo- wasn't as bad. Right. Um well, he is, he's clearly, I mean, he's inciting violence against a child in a very explicit way. Right. You know? 100%. Which, I mean, that is the MO of many people on the left, if not the entire left in general. But I don't want to do a blanket term on right. everybody out there. Because you got Maxine Waters. <laughs> Mad Maxine. Mad Maxine. Low IQ Maxine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, why not? <laughs> yeah, you got Maxine Waters coming out and recommending that more people uh, turn away people who work in the Trump administration, who turn away Trump supporters from their businesses, right. which as a private business owner, you have every right to do so. I have zero problem. You with sure it. do. Yep. yep. Don't care. That's what freedom tastes like, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh it works both ways, though. We don't have to make you no damn homo wedding cake either. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't say it, so I'm glad he's here. <laughs> um, it's freedom. It, it is. And, you know, but you have the the right is all freaking out about Sarah, uh, Sarah Sanders. Sanders. Sarah Huckabee, Sanders Huckabee. Yeah. I was like, I can't remember which order that went in. Right. Um, Sarah Sanders Huckabee getting kicked out of the restaurant. Right. And they're like, oh, they can't do that. Yes, they can. 100% they can because we just fought for them to be, no, I don't want to serve this gay wedding cake. And I agree with both sides. Neither one of these people should have to serve these people if that's what what they're looking for. Yeah. I don't care. Nope. And and the people are like, oh, the right's getting ready to do all these protests. And don't you think that's wrong? 
no, that's different in my mind. Like, yes, pro- you can protest the red hen. I don't care. Right. Don't use the courts. Right. Well, now Red Hen has made their position clear, which as a private business, they're completely allowed to do. But we also, as free citizens that are living in this country, have every right to say, well, we don't want to eat there. We don't want nothing to do with that place. Um, And that's every free person's, you know, prerogative that lives in this country. Yes. You know, 100 percent. Yeah. It's been really hard approaching that topic with like my gay friends, obviously, the since most of them are left leaning but i mean i've i've had some success explaining to them how it is without getting them to hate me you know cuz the guy the topic of um the baker came up with the one the supreme court ruled on right. where they said he was cons- it's considered art right you know and at the end of the day uh, so and then what i started asking them you know is do you want it to be like yeah we won you know here take my money evil christian baker and make me that cake and deliver it to me <laughs> like what is what why do you want to give money to someone that probably doesn't like you and is not going to do their best making a cake right right i think go to a pro go to an lgbt first of all don't get political about cakes <laughs> like it never was political we, we are way beyond that at this point yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but go to a pro lgbt um bakery that is going to put all the love into it you right know? well uh at this point i mean th- at first it was like okay gay people were like well just accept us and then they're like well let us get married and now it's like bake me a cake bigot and it's like you know what i don't have to you yeah. know i don't i don't have to and the government can't come down here and t- and say you got to make that cake you know and you know what that guy said i'll make you a cake that's fine he's like i'm just not going to make you a gay wedding cake because because morally, I don't want to, and the, and it's not the government's place to force no, anybody yeah. to do that. Um, and I think uh, gay people forget that they're not the only people that needs need their rights protected. You know, other people shouldn't have to sacrifice their rights um, to place uh, the LGBT community on a pedestal yeah if we're talking about equality this has to go all it has to go both ways yes and this guy his liberties have to be preserved as well because mm-hmm. if they're if they are stripped it's it's dangerous it's a um it's bad for all of us because yeah. then it's a it's a ripple effect did right. you hear about the t-shirt maker no did you no uh, he's being sued right now um because he wouldn't make pride t-shirts He's a, a Christian t-shirt maker. Go somewhere else. Um, you don't get yeah, he wanted. To, so I thought the story was cool. He wanted to. He he said Christian t-shirts were really quirky and not cool, and he wanted to make cool Christian t-shirts. And then he does all kinds of t-shirts now for people, and he's never refused t-shirts if someone was gay or lesbian or whatever. Right. Until it came to the pride t-shirts, he just didn't want to. Right. And even that's even. In my opinion, it's even easier to go somewhere else to than a bakery because you got Teespring, right? They make the majority, I think, of online T-shirts because anybody can go on Teespring and make a little thing and they'll make it for you. you know? Right, right. Um, and anyways, he had two lesbian T-shirt makers that own, they own their own business come out and support him over it because they're like, um, no, you because now they might have to do something like that, you know, like they might then have to make something they disagree with. Right. It's fine if they disagree with Christians or, or Muslims, but now if if you force the Christian to make a gay t-shirt, right. now you're going to force the, the gay people who are atheists maybe, because um, not all gays are atheists, but who maybe are atheists, now they've got to make all these religious t-shirts, right. you know, and they, their name is now on it, right. you my, know. 
my argument for it was, and I used this a long time ago in a uh, debate that I was having with a lefty family member who doesn't watch us. Um, <laughs> but they were like, no, I think they should have to make the cake. And I said, okay, well, if uh, Westboro Baptist walked into a gay bar and ordered a round of iced tea, should they have to serve them? Right. And, of course, that answer was no. And I said, just like what happened with the... What's the difference? With the right. coffee shop in Seattle. Seattle. It was, uh, it was a pro-life... the cops. No, no. No, that was Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. No, pro-life Christian group was handing out pro-life pamphlets. They weren't being mean or anything, but right. we entered a, an assembly, a coffee shop open, uh, uh, operated by uh, uh, two gay men, husbands, I think, and they were kicked out. Nothing about it. Right. Nothing. And that's fine. Right. Obviously. And it's like, that's very hypocritical right. to, to ignore that or say that's fine, but not when it affects you. Right. But if you think about it, this type of ideology that you see coming from the left is kind of in, it's kind of indicative of their entire platform and what they're kind of pushing for and, wh- and the direction that they want to move in is more government, more control, more rules and regulations. And, and as long as we agree with it. Right. Right. As long as they agree with right. it, you know. Yeah. Right. And I mean, that is, that has been, that has been what's been happening. It's like, no, we need to move into this direction. We need to start accepting this. You, as a business owner, you don't have a choice. Right. You have to do these things. And I. Yeah. Obviously, I've had people tell me, well, if it's a, a public business like that, they shouldn't be able to pick who they get to serve. And I'm like, where did you get this word public business from? That is not even a real thing. Uh, Let's see. Public public business, uh, USPS. Yeah, that's, yeah, sure. Yeah. And they don't discriminate, you know, (laughs) they they will mail that package. It may not be as well mailed as UPS or FedEx, but it will be mailed. Like, yeah, there's no such thing as a public business. All businesses are private that, at the end of the day, have to abide by government regulations that are forced on them, but they're still a private business. Right. They can instead just shut down and nobody gets cake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> It'll be like North Korea. Nobody, <laughs> not only does nobody get cake, nobody gets food on top of it. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So uh, let's um, let's move on to immigration, man. We are we're pumping through this. I was about to say pounding. Um, <laughs> episode sixty nine. Um, That's how we do. <laughs> uh, let's uh, do a little bit more on the immigration. I know we touched on it. Yeah, with the Muslim one. With the Muslim one, but now it's a Mexican one or now, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, I've had people tell me stuff like. Muhammad, I didn't expect you, out of all people, to have these opinions. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? I don't tell them that, but in my head, I'm just like, what does that mean? Right. It's you expect me to think a certain way because I'm brown? Right. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, you and Kanye West are supposed to think a certain way <laughs> right. because you're brown. You know, just like me being of this complexion with this haircut, I'm supposed to hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and there are days I do. Mm-hmm. But yep. not because of the color of your skin, just because of the content of your character. <laughs> right. And apparently because I like to suck dick, I'm supposed to vote for Hillary Clinton. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. yeah. Or Bernie Sanders. Or yeah. Or Bernie. Or Bernie. Yeah. Or Bernie. Yep. yeah. I mean, 
Fuck identity politics. Can I say that on the show? You can absolutely say that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, Had we gone that long without cursing? The, no, I think we broke the seal yeah. already. Okay. <laughs> I was like, man. Uh, you know, like... Some we went 40 are, minutes. That's amazing. <laughs> some of my friends who some of them flirt with alt-right stuff and others who don't, who are like right-leaning, say that we need to use identity politics but on the right. And I don't think we should. I think we should do the opposite and like... Show how diverse we <laughs> just do the opposite. Just show right. how diverse we are, right? And how that's freaking awesome. Like Muslims, gays, you know, like right. Jews, you know, like we have every blacks, you know, we have all of it. I mean, if you so if you take a look at the 2016 presidential election, on the left you had Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, and two other guys. What was that guy's name? Jim Webb. Thank you. One of them, Jim Webb. And there was another one, the the one that was good looking. He was like an older oh. guy that everybody like fell in love with. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That was Bernie Sanders. Wasn't no, no. There's like, <laughs> there like a good looking late 40s, early 50s guy. Oh, Mike O'Malley. Yes. Mike O'Malley. Everybody was in love with that guy. <laughs> Apparently. I don't remember him. Yeah. 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 I mean. But yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you had four white people, most of them old. Mm-hmm. Boomer, boomers or before. Yeah. And. um you like the Democratic Party, like oh, we're the party of diversity. Take a look at that stage, as opposed to Ben Carson, Marco mm-hmm. Rubio, Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz, Donald Trump, who's orange, so that counts as <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> right. Rand Paul, like yeah, it it was very much more diverse on the right than the left in the Repu- in the presidential, right. Mm-hmm. But all, it, but also, you know, when you talk about diversity, you have to. Jindal, sorry, I had to throw that in there. Bobby Jindal, the really dark-skinned Indian guy mm-hmm. from Louisiana. Louisiana, right. Mar- sorry, Martin O'Malley. Martin, oh, yeah. not Mike. I, I see it kind of. That's kind of the direction things are moving. I mean, you have these patriots that are coming together. It doesn't matter what what color your skin is. I mean, geez, are we talking about Martin Luther King again? You know, it's like yeah. it's so far beyond that. You know, and we, and everybody wants to get stuck on race these days. It's like you know, it's so diverse. You have people from all over, and then even beyond skin color, which is so superficial. You have diversity of thought. You know, of all these different people yeah. that have different ideas that are celebrating each other's ideas instead of you know coming at each other's throats like Maxine Waters threatening to harass and assault people that have different ideas I mean yep. it's absolutely yeah. it's absolutely uh disturbing and troubling really when that type of rhetoric becomes normalized yeah dude in the in that Republic of Kyrgyzstan Facebook group like some of these people are die hard Trump supporters some of them even slightly mistrusting of people like me but none of them have treated me with disrespect because I, I comment on there pretty often, right. right? You know, and haven't been banned. No one's no one's actually said anything mean to me, right? You know, uh, I mean, I've seen the off-color remarks every now and then, but then I'll respond, you know. Um, but it's crazy how the hardcore, like, probably alt-right people, I get along get along. Well, I don't get along with me more than like certain Democrats do. That's freaking. Right. It's kind of crazy when you think about it. And it's just, and I think probably on both sides of that, it's got to do with ideology and the fact that you agree with them. Yeah. On that, like. Because a lot of times it's economics, like, it's economics, stupid. It's like, right. You know, like, the, right. <laughs> it's economy or whatever, whatever that phrase is. The economy is stupid. It's the economy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I see, I see that so often where 
And I've read studies on it that people on the left are going to be much more likely to defriend somebody or not date somebody or whatever yeah. because of a difference of political opinion. And I don't care. Like right. if I yeah. disagree with you, I don't care. But well, I would actually I would imagine you have a difficult time with that. Yeah, so I actually have a lot of experience that um or with that. Um so like I kind of said before, I had come out when I was 19, so I was living out you know, with no issues for years. And then when I came out as a conservative, my background's in film. I worked in, in L.A., Hollywood for many years. The majority of my network of people are left-leaning, you know, to the extreme, die-hard, you know, liberal, um, burn your bra, tree hug, whatever. Um, when I came out as a conservative, the backlash that I received is unbelievable. I mean, it will I'll never forget that moment in my life when these people that I had developed relationships with, become friends with, spent so much time with, years with, they knew who I was. They know my character. I didn't change overnight, you right. know, um, completely turned their back on me, you know, and just completely rejected me because I wasn't subscribing to their, you know, their mold. Right. And that's why I think diversity of thought so so important. I mean, you t- like we talk about you know all the different nationalities or you know ethnicities represented on the in the Republican you know national convention or whatever. But um, you look at the left, and they they are pretty diverse. You know, the people come from all over, but they all have the same thoughts. They all have the same ideas. Yes. You know. Um, now I've dated. Uh, I've dated two. Two women who we ended up breaking up over political differences. Mm-hmm. Just you know, two out of the very long list of women that that is. I think it's seven. Um, <laughs> the list? Yeah. Uh, no, you already said the number like a couple months ago. The Remember loop? the book's right there. We talked about it. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> my mom watches this show every once never in a while. I never would have said <laughs> it that. It was number. my book. Mom. <laughs> I'm the one with all the women. (laughs) (laughs) I never would have said that number out loud. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, so two women have been like, oh, no, you're too far right for me. So I can't I can't date you. And I was like, that's funny, because, I mean, you're really far left and I don't care. I just find you really attractive and I enjoy hanging out with you. Right. I just try not to talk about politics because yeah. I find that's actually really easy to do and a good break. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, but they've, they've done the studies and it's like people on the left are more likely to break it off because of that or to not date. Like right. there was a study, uh, who wrote that? Washington examiner said that Trump aides are having trouble finding dates in DC because everybody hates them. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't go work at the white house. Yeah. Not yeah. that I was offered a job, but as a gay conservative male, I will say it's real. It's hard to date, especially in St. Petersburg, which is a fairly liberal city, and yeah. the gay community in general is fairly liberal. It's hard to find other people that ha- that share, you know, the same yeah. uh, ideas that I do, or even if they don't, somebody that would look at me just as a human, as opposed to like some evil, like you know, right? Just- yeah, over the last three years that I've been in the Kava community out of like the, I don't know, I guess four, I might, must know at least 30 or 40 gay and lesbian people. Uh, I know like one conservative lesbian and um, like five conservative men out of mm-hmm. all of them. 
You know, so like you yeah, have to I, introduce me to those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, but I, I've heard the same thing from them too. Like how that's uh, not an easy thing. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, even I have thought about <laughs> Nick Land again in Greece. I might have to. <laughs> 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 um, I've t- typically, for whatever reason, always ended up with like liberal girls but and i don't know if politics had anything to do with it but i'm starting to shy away from liking liberal girls because it's just too much when it comes to the whole politics thing i think i think that might be the crux at the end of it all right um like i don't care obviously i don't care you know but just god bless you for being there (laughs) (laughs) you know um i don't care but I've also been unfriended on Facebook by, like, oh, yeah. other liberal friends. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. okay, that was weird. Okay, I guess we're not friends anymore. I've never unfriended anybody over that. The only time I've ever unfriended people is, like, when they're disrespectful to my friends. Which sometimes right. ends up being right-wing people, not left-wing people. Right. Like, my own people. Yeah. When somebody can't handle just being civil online. Because I prefer that. I prefer just, hey, yo, be civil or don't, t- don't talk politics on my page. It's, that's how I look at it. I know we've talked about this before. Right. Um, it's really, I mean, with me, it's an image thing, you know, cause like I'm trying to throw a large net out there, just get people to listen and then we can hook, line and sinker. You right. Know? Yeah. So how did we get on this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good topic though. It really is. Right. Yeah. Um, I, it's I, a real issue. It's happening right now to a lot of people. I think, you know, we've all, you know, I was going to say that. all of us, all of us have experienced that one. Yeah. Right. I, I knew for me, and it was the same thing with my sexuality. I got to a point in my life where I was like, I can't live a lie, you know, get this out of the way. In order to be your best, true, authentic self, you have to be able to be, you know, be able to be open with who you are. Um, so how are, you know, how are you supposed to live in a society where, you know, the government officials are encouraging other people to harass you? Right. It's insane. That's how we got there. Right. Good call. <laughs> See, we bring it back we're, we're around. Bring that one right back around. Yeah. Cha ching. <laughs> so yeah, with Maxine Waters going out and saying, you know, let's, we need to do more of this, and like yeah. screaming about it, and like we need to keep all of Trump people out of our businesses, and blah blah blah. One, your businesses will fail. <laughs> yeah. That will happen. Yes. Yeah. They will crash and burn hard. Mm-hmm. Also, whenever you try to do a protest on a private business because of political reasons, things like Chick-fil-A Day happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right? the best day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny that you guys were eating Chick-fil-A at Pride. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the Lord's Nuggies. Wash them down with liberal tears. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but he like you showed me the video i don't know who that guy is yeah. in the video but you showed me the video of that guy just mowing down on a chick-fil-a sandwich at pride my I was like, favorite it's oh. just chicken come <laughs> on well no according, it's good chicken <laughs> according to the huffington post we need to draw a line it's either chicken sandwiches or i support gay people right <laughs> i can't apparently do both can't do yeah. both <laughs> no <laughs> what if somebody just doesn't know about the whole Chick-fil-A, whatever, not that Chick-fil-A is anti-gay or anything. Definitely, I don't think, you wouldn't say they are. 
I, I don't know if their policies have changed. I know that uh, the owner supports traditional marriage, which I don't really think there's anything wrong with that. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's overtly against same-sex marriage. Yeah. I don't really think, for me, it's kind of irrelevant when I'm eating a chicken sandwich and yeah. it tastes delicious. I mean, what happens if you don't know about any of this stuff? What if you're not a political person? You just walk in, and you're a liberal, and you just walk into, you're the gayest liberal ever, and you walk into Chick Fil A <laughs> to order food. Like, what are you now? You're <laughs> you a, the gayest liberal ever eating Chick Fil A. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> in, in the eyes of in the eyes of the left, the Hillary Clinton defense does not work when it comes to Chick Fil A. Mm. Ignorance is not right. a reason for you to be like, oh, well, I just wanted a tasty chicken sandwich with some waffle fries. Right. No, <laughs> I am sorry. Ignorance is not a good yeah. enough excuse. <laughs> but I, apparently, though, with Maxine Waters, that call, um, Nancy Pelosi, and I don't know if it was Schumer or somebody else. Yeah, it was Chuck Schumer. Yeah, Schumer. They actually came out saying, no, you're dumb. Yeah. And yeah. I actually think that's smart that they said that. I agree. Because uh, if I'm wrong, if I'm, which is impossible. <laughs> 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 if I'm like the wrongest person about gun rights and libertarianism and free markets, you're not going to win me over by doing what Maxine Water did. You're going to win me over by talking to me. Like, that's just a matter of fact thing, right? If I'm wrong, yes. I could be wrong, right? I could be wrong. I mean, I can admit that. I could be wrong. Shit. Um, I'm not going to listen to you if you treat me like that. I'm just right. going to be like, oh, no, I'm right. Right, because I wouldn't do that to other people, but this is how liberals do it. They want to ban people and not serve them, and just go all out on it, and they want to politicize everything. So, right. no, I think that's one thing. I think Nancy Pelosi and Schumer, I can give them that. Like, good on you. You're doing yourself a favor. You know, you're doing your political views a favor. That's just true, whether we agree on politics or not. So, good on them. But what was interesting is. After they did that, which I agree, I thought it was a good thing. Maxine Waters just came out and just doubled down. Yeah. And she did not take it back. She didn't apologize. She denied that anything she said had anything to do with the Red Hen and, or any of the other incidents that are now happening that we're hearing about. And she, she, just, she just reinforced her position. So, I mean, whatever, Maxine. I, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we should record that. Whatever, Max. Whatever, Max. Like, <laughs> have a button for it. But I mean, I'll get. I will give her credit for just being like, no, I'm not backing down from my position. Right. Yeah, I don't care yeah. what you say. It's very Donald Trump of her. <laughs> <laughs> right. I remember. So, God, that was like six months ago. There was a story out of Europe, and I believe it was Denmark. Don't quote me on that one, though. But there was Is that the one where the Prime Minister of Denmark came out and told Bernie Sanders they're not actually socialists, they're actually No, capitalists? not that one, but that's also a okay. good story. Uh, <laughs> I know, I just had to say it. I know. <laughs> but, uh, like, they, in whichever country this is, they have these uh, anti-bullying laws, uh, and you don't actually have free speech. It's weird. But some guy who was from that country walked into a bar and he was wearing a Make America Great Again hat. And this girl from America saw him and just starts berating him like you can't wear that do you know what that means you look like a hardcore racist fascist redneck blah 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 whatever (laughs) right and he's like just sitting there trying to enjoy his pint as they do and like the bartender was like oh you can't do that and she's like no he's being racist and they're like no you really can't do that and she screamed about it again so she was arrested (laughs) 
<laughs> and in my head, I went, that's the America you want. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is what you're aiming for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's fine if I yell at you about your views, but don't yell at me about mine. <laughs> don't right. don't make me feel bad. Don't that's, bully me. <laughs> that's the kind of America that likes to tell people around the world how to live their lives, you know? Right. Because <laughs> you said he was a Danish guy, right? Yeah. He. I can't remember what country it was from because it was six months ago. But he wasn't American. He was not American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Donald Trump wave is crazy, man. <laughs> right. I mean, shit, I went from the guy that was against him to the guy that might vote for him this time, you know? So, whatever. Right. And that's also because I don't see the Libertarian Party putting up anybody that makes sense. Oh, no, they're going to be welding America together. Yeah. <laughs> if the if the Libertarian Party runs Bill Weld, he's going to win and the you know primary. He's going to get nominated by however the fuck the LP does it. It's the delegates, right? Yeah, and they that. do a delegate. Yeah, he's going to win, and I wouldn't, I'm wouldn't. i not going to vote for Bill Weld. I'd rather, I'm not voting for I'd Bill I'd actually Weld. rather Trump. I'm not going to vote for Bill Weld, like, especially after he supported Clinton in the 2016 election when he was the VP nominee. Yeah, that makes no sense. Like, there could have been a way for you, because I could have said what he said without supporting her the way he did. Right. He just said it wrong, and I think he meant it, too. He 100% meant it. Yeah, like, when you're the vice president nominee of Gary Johnson, who could have probably done a lot better, even, consider, considering all the mess-ups he did, because I voted for him in 2012. Right. 2012 Gary Johnson is not 2016 Gary Johnson. He smoked too I don't much know, weed. I, yeah, that's, and it's probably not a joke. <laughs> like, 2012 Gary Johnson was good. Like, I'm surprised... He fell into the, he tried selling too much to the left rather than to the right where he should have sold. You know, like instead of focusing on getting mad about the term, what was the term he got mad about? Illegal immigrant. Was that the term? Undocumented workers. Yeah. I think he got, he got mad at one of those terms and he like made a big hissy yeah, fit about it. And everyone was like, what in the world? Like that's what yeah. you're getting really passionate about right now. Yeah. You know, like he could have said something without getting all weird about it right so the aleppo thing and the tongue thing okay so the tongue thing was hilarious (laughs) i mean awful what is this tongue thing okay so he said i feel like the media is making me bite my tongue and then he did the rest of the interview biting his tongue and talking (laughs) he was talking with his tongue (laughs) (laughs) and it looked bad and i was like i voted for you in 2012 you did not do any of this dumb stuff he was high yeah and like in 2016 the lp was on like Everybody was talking about the LP. Like they might that, win. And that was their chance. Could have won. That was their chance. All he had to do was focus on economic stuff and actual libertarian stuff. Right. And all he, and then all he did was focus on how do I win Bernie people over? And I'm like, that's they're not gonna they're not gonna join the LP. Like Bernie people don't get libertarianism. And I've never met. I may have met one that does, but. I mean, Most of them don't they get it. To, they don't care about it or that. I don't know. But even if they come over for like that one election, they're not staying. You build a political movement by making them stay. And that's actually what Trump's doing. Whether that's a good or a bad thing. That's what Trump's doing. People are coming in to stay. You know, that's not what the LP is doing. The LP is being very exclusive. And that's something I noticed early on, which made me not like the LP. You know, like, why is it so exclusive? What's up with all this Ron Paul hate? 
out of nowhere, you know, like people were bashing me for lo- liking Ron Paul and Rand Paul. Ooh, they're Christian. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Right. No, like, and Jesus, I mean, I'm Muslim. Boom. Whatever. <laughs> I, I know a lot of the Ron Paul hate. Okay, so back in the 2014 state convention, I think it was 2014. Gary Johnson was our was, was the speaker, and that was where I got a chance to meet him for the first time. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. And and it, he uh, said, yeah, illegal immigrants do pay taxes because most of them come here with uh, a fake social security number. So, yeah, they do pay taxes. So mm-hmm. you can't really say they're living here for free. Hmm. Understand that. Agree with it. Get that. Uh, the Ron Paul thing. He's like, yeah, Ron Paul would talk about all these bills. And he would say, uh, he would say, no, I want to vote no. And he would vote no, but he would add stuff in to help his home state because he knew the bill was going to pass. And that's where a lot of it comes from. Really? Yep. Huh. Because he knew the bill was going to pass, so he would add in, like, the extras so that his home, he was house. So, like, his district would get extra I feel like they can mental gymnastics this one. (laughs) Ron Paul did that to show how stupid Congress is and how congressmen can get away with things. Boom. That's it. Ron Paul did nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying he did anything wrong. I'm saying that is the argument that they use. That that could be a good argument for calling him out on some slight hypocrisy. Yes. Not an argument on bashing Ron Paul forever and his supporters. No. I you know, that. like, Ron Paul is what brought a lot of people in the LP. That's just how it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he opened the eyes to a lot of people about yeah. all of that. And now, like, you have RLC and Faust Freedom Caucus stuff growing. A lot of people don't want to stay in the LP anymore. They have commies now in the LP. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, which, you people are running commies. Which is why I'm really rooting for Joshua Smith to win the yeah. Libertarian Party chair. Yeah, I hope he gets it because I don't like you-know-who. Yeah, Nick Sarwark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've been saying his name on this show since day one. I'm yeah. not stopping today. Yeah, Nicholas Harwark is the chairman of the LP, and he's weird. Do you think that, uh, from a libertarian perspective, do you think a lot of those people in in the 2016 election, do you think they gravitated towards vo- voting for Trump? Libertarian in general, or yeah. Libertarian Party, because those are two different things. Well, yeah. libertarians in general. Okay. Now, ask the question again. I'm sorry. Did we levitate towards voting for Trump? Is that right. what you said? Do you think that a lot of libertarians ended up voting for Trump? I think that, a good amount did, actually. Yeah, I think a lot of them. I don't know how many, but a good amount did. I think I have a, a lot, lot of, of libertarian friends who did. And, yeah, actually, yeah, I got a good chunk of friends who are libertarian who did. And some ended up regretting it during some stuff, and then some ended up going back. I stayed quiet. I didn't vote, obviously, for anybody. Um I like how you say obviously. Well, because I said that. I, n- I know times, he, he he has not seen that. Oh episode. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> he, t- he did. Yeah, I didn't vote. Okay. Oh yeah, I didn't no. vote for anybody. Um, right. Just because I was not going to vote for Hillary at the time, I was not going to vote for Trump because I really wanted Rand. Like, right. I still think Rand Paul would have been a better choice personally. Right. Um, and not that's obvious. I mean, I don't have to tell you that I'm not disparaging Trump by saying that because you're smart. Um, <laughs> Some people, man, when you say you like something, obviously you dislike the right. other the, options. The other options. Right? <laughs> right. I really like Pulp Fiction. That does not mean I don't like Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know. Um, but now looking at it, you know, 
I can't regret my choice of not voting, but that's why this time around I'm, I am thinking of voting right. for Trump because the scary Muslim ban wasn't a Muslim ban and it's not coming. Um, the one thing I did disagree with is the wall, and that's maybe it's, I don't know what's going on with the wall, whether it's a serious thing or not. The reason I don't agree with it is it's, I think it's a waste of money, and I think there's other ways we can fix immigration. Yet not an open border Space guy, Force. you know. Huh? Yet you support Space Force. Well, yeah, man. Have <laughs> <laughs> you watched The Expanse? <laughs> or like Battlestar Galactica? Like, that would be awesome. The USS Low Tide. The, the wall, too much money. Space Force. <laughs> okay, let's do Doable, that. Yeah. <laughs> how, how the, okay, imagine this, guys. Like, USS Low Tide. I'm the captain because I get commissioned. Right. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> that I, makes sense. Yeah. I'm the captain <laughs> so of this ship. So far, we're not in a fictional world. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's a cruiser-sized ship. We got about 250, you know, shipmates on board and 50 Marines. We're just patrolling the outer rims of the solar system. It's just us humans. And out of nowhere, you know, bogey's incoming. And then it's like all hands on deck, red alert, because they're not responding to hails. It's like, hello, we are the USS Low Tide, you know. We see you coming. Who are you? And we don't know. But then they shoot at us, you know. So we, we're getting ready, man. Yeah, we're getting ready to be – we're going to get ready to board them before they board us. But boom. They're already here. They're, they they beamed on our ships. Oh, shit. Okay? And then we die. Uh, a valiant, fiery death. <laughs> and they make a statue for our ship and me. It'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll be a, sim- a symbol of uh, the fight for human superiority throughout the galaxy. It'll be badass. <laughs> That's why we should have Space Force. That is why we should have Space Force. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's a good idea, but if anybody has any legitimate concerns, you can share. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, it's good, man. We can make a movie out of this. <laughs> it would be a good movie. Uh, I mean, we were just on Saturday. We were talking. What is it? The Fermi? Is it Fermi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Fermi principle or whatever it's called. Yeah, paradox. Paradox, and uh, you know. They're, we're alone in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you're like, no, bogeys are going to be coming in from... Well, no, they're not. Being on the USS Low Tide at the edge of the solar system is the most boring thing you can do. Because <laughs> they're, having, they're having fun on Mars. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> all the construction girls and guys that are working, you know, and the people guarding them. That's fun. They're, all it is is alcohol and partying with the locals, you know. <laughs> on Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, you're you're gonna get put on the moon. <laughs> yeah, worst deployment ever. It's not, not even a, planet, a real deployment. Yeah, not even a planet. <laughs> uh, Is there something else to cover? No, not really. I mean, that's pretty much all the time we got for today. Oh, we ended with my story. We did. Yeah. You're... Unless you have something to say, if you want to plug yourself, do you have you anything to plug? No, I mean, I'm just happy to be here. I had a good time actually for my first podcast. Yeah, that's great. I do have an Instagram. It's called Brokeback Patriot. If you want to follow it, there's my plug. There's it. my real plug. Yeah, that's Brokeback it, Patriot. It is okay. broke. It is the Brokeback Patriot. The is it just Broke, broke Space Back? No, it's just Brokeback Patriot. All okay, one look word that up. on Instagram. That's me. I think we're following. Changing, you changing yeah. the game. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. 
No, this was great though. Honestly, oh, no. I will, yeah, come, yeah, I will come back anytime you guys would have me. This is fun. Yeah, no, cool. it's, it's been great having you on. Cool. Um, and you're more of the. You can be like our resident Trump guy because perfect. we don't have a resident Trump guy yet. So perfect. That's you. No, I mean we've got somebody who wants to be the resident Trump guy. Who? John Sterner. Who? John Sterner. Yeah, but this is better. I know. Much. <laughs> much better. Sorry, oh, shit, sorry John's John. watching. <laughs> uh, you can come on my show, John. <laughs> he has a show that's going to be airing every Monday. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you for coming on the show, by the yeah, way. Yeah, of course. I, de- I definitely appreciate it. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah, it's been a- See, Nick Lanigan knows it'll boost the economy. Right. <laughs> it has... <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, he oh, did. Jeez. Yeah, we're uh, both economics majors. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to get into this argument with you on why that is so wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Political science majors, all I need to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, we'll have to uh, run down. <laughs> we'll have to run down to low tide after this and do a show together. Yeah. Since. Man, you're a slacker. Jesus, Mo. <laughs> yeah, man. You want some? Yeah, let's do let's do one last bula for uh for low time. For the bula. For the bula. I do it for the bula. Alright, shells up, thanks low tide. Bula. 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 Um and remember, uh, we have all new, uh, all new programming coming. Yeah, out. brand new schedule. Brand new schedule. Uh, we are going to be every Tuesday at yep. six o'clock. Mo is going to be doing Mo- Mondays. My God, right? Yeah, Mo Liberty yeah. with Bro Hamid mm. on Mondays at six. We're going to be every Tuesday. Wednesday we have my fellow Americans, 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 Americans. <laughs> with Spike Cohen. Uh, we have. <laughs> We have uh, me, the writer's block, on Thursday, and then every Friday, Caleb Franz with Mill Liberty. Yep. So it's going to be just a fantastic week. So now you guys get some kind of something every day of the week. That's right. And uh, we'll- But they'll be specialized. He's doing his own thing on his own show. I'm doing my own thing. We'll see how it goes. I kind of want to focus on like an educational thing just so I don't... Keep that. Keep the extra long rants that I do here about economics on that show. You know? Yeah, please God, yeah. <laughs> please, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So remember, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom. You can follow us on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom. You can follow us on Twitter at muddied underscore waters. Uh, you can follow Mo at Mohammed Shaker. And look for the sign that says Mo Liberty with Bro Hamid. Or you can follow me on the brand new Facebook page, The Writer's Block. And that is spelled W-R-I-G-H-T-E-R-S. Writer's Block. Cool. Got anything else? Well, just remember, guys, where we're going. Oh, wait. What song did we start out with? Uh, Self-ownership. Okay. Go again. (laughs) Oh, and remember, guys, where we're going. We don't need roads. From the willfully ignorant, the knowledge you won't get none. But don't get it twisted, I too was dumb and then some. Support a politician, sit back in that twiddle. His thumbs not understanding that you got Slotos syndrome.
will wake us, but it's just for peace, and we revisit this four years later. The state itself is based on death and can't be fixed. So realize you own yourself and no one else. For example, when I 